Hi, I'm Mr. White. Hello, I'm Miss Freelon. And welcome to the Young Voices for Unity podcast. Where we promote unity, truth, and empowerment. Sponsored by Emoja Club, we want our students' voices to be heard. We hope these conversations empower you. To speak up. Before we get into some talks, um, I just want to give a little history of Women's History Month. Um, it was initially just an International Women's Day um, that was commemorated on February 28th um, by a meeting of socialists and suffragi- suffragists in Manhattan in 1909. Um, in March 1980, um, President Jimmy Carter declared the mar- that March 8th was officially the start of National Women's History Week. Um, so it went from a day to an actual week. Um, International Women's Day is celebrated on March 8th and was established as a holiday in 1911. The first major march on Washington by suffragists happened in March 3rd, 1913. The National Women's Party was formed in March 1917. The group was dedicated to getting women the right to vote, which the Title IV was passed on March 1st, 1972. And and in fact, the first ever um, Women's History Week was created in order to bolster support for the Title IV, which prohibited discrimination due to sex in federally funded education programs. Also, the Equal Rights Amendment was passed in the Senate on March 22, 1972, which also protected women, um, protected their equal rights and gave them the power to go through due process when they were discriminated against um, and just to be protected as humans. National Women's History Month, um, as it is April, but um, National Women's History Month is in... March. It's in March, Mr. White. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we have two lovely ladies from BGS. You guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. We can start with you, Mimi. Hi, I'm Mimi Nieves. Um, I'm a senior at Downers Grove South, and I'm involved in a couple of different things at South. I'm I do vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a director of Operation Snowball and Blue Crew. I'm a peer leaders officer. I do PE leading, tutor, and I'm pretty engaged with Umoja as well, too. Okay, come on and flex. Miss <laughs> 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 Lake, tell us who you are. Hi, my name is Tanaya Lake. I'm also a senior at Downers Grove South. And yeah. What activities do you do? What have you done since you've been here at the South? Oh, since I've been at South, I've been a part of Umoja. I've been a part of Snowball. Oh, not Snowball. Uh, what is it called? Mimi, you know We're in Blueprint. No, not Blueprint. Um, well, are you a part of Blueprint? I am a part of Blueprint. Oh, something okay. else. It's not Snowball, though. It's not Snowball. It's like when you help the freshmen that be coming in. Blue Crew. 
Blue Crew. I'm a part of Blue Crew. I'm also a part of Blueprints Vegas. Cool. Well, thank you guys, you ladies, um, for coming on and um, just talking about the importance of women and females within our district, our schools, and within the world at large. Yeah. All right, ladies, let's just get jump right into it, right? Yeah. All right, so let's start with how have women impacted your life? Um, personally, I think I've, if, I, when I'm always asked, like, who's a hero of mine, I always just think of women automatically. I feel like we have dealt with a lot as women historically and just on a day-to-day basis. Um, and I think that women are just strong characters and we do a lot. We handle a lot. So I feel like I've just been shown and demonstrated what it takes to be a leader with the number of women in my life. Um, For me, I agree with everything that Mimi just said, but also all women across all communities are important, but I know within my life, black women play a huge role. Without black women, I don't know where I would be. My mother is a black woman. Every other woman in my family that helped contribute to and raise me was a black woman. So without black women, I wouldn't be here today. And so I think that all women in general are very beneficial and have helped to progress this world in lots of ways, even when society didn't want us to progress. But Great. Nice. I agree, guys, with both of you guys. Um, So why do you think it's important to celebrate women? Like, why do you think women should have their own month? First of all, women are half of the population, so Mm -hmm. we need that. And we bear children. (laughs) We're just, I feel like without women, there wouldn't be a lot of things in this world today. We contribute to society, Mm -hmm. just like how men do as well. How about you, Mimi? Um, why um, do you think it's important to celebrate women? I feel like women women do it all, to be honest. Like, Tanaya said that we we do bear children, and we also, like, have... We can just really do both. You know what I mean? If we want to be the tough guy, we be the tough guy. But we can also be very empathetic towards a lot of people, and we just have a natural sense of leadership in us that we can take on, and we're able to, mo- like, do different things, and... We mature at an earlier age and, you know, not trying to flex though, but. (laughs) (laughs) But you are. No. (laughs) Um, Mother nature. I think that's good though. Um, Just women carry a nurturing aspect that also they bring into leadership, job roles, family roles, um, just all across the board, um, which is important. why what does it mean just for like individually what does it mean um to be just being a woman like what are some of the things that you have to navigate on a daily basis um as being uh, a female a lot of sexism a lot of sexism um being sexualized in social media Uh and i feel like I don't just want to say that being a woman is a struggle because being a woman, being a young girl, and manifesting into a woman is a very beautiful thing. But 
women just, I feel like we go through a lot and we have a lot of struggles. And I feel like oftentimes we're trying to prove ourselves or push to be at the top. Not saying that men don't either, but when you're a woman, it's just like, or a girl in general, you just kind of look past in some things like women can't be strong or women can't like just be, just do anything that men can do or anything mm-hmm. that look at as like fragile men. Yeah, and we're not. I feel like we also deal with a lot of, um, I I totally agree with you with like every aspect and like social media as well. But I think women also deal with the pressure of having to be presented a certain way. And I think that's just a historical thing that just evolved Mm -hmm. as we move through history or as we like move in time or whatever. Um, I think we're really hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. and our personality and, and like like men can feel the same way but as women we're just we put a lot more pressure on ourselves and how we look how we're presented to the world and what others think of us is just an automatic like instinct like we have to look a certain way like oh i have to be in competition they always say girls are meaner than boys and i think boys are mean as well but like girls are harsher against each other because it's always a steady competition with one another or like one of us can only be here one of us can only be successful type of energy Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's a struggle too why do you think that is i feel like it's just always been set up that way historically i think just being put down and oppressed for so long that we we have no it, it's just how the cookie crumbles like we weren't able to really see that there's a space for all of us it's only like barely one you know what i mean so i think that that's i think it's just as history moves on hopefully it progresses but i think it's going to take a long time to really see that we could do this all together versus it like i have to look better than you or like I have to be more successful. One of us can only get up here, you know? Uh-huh. And I completely agree with everything you said, Mimi, especially like leadership roles. For a long time, men have just been the leaders and seen like men at the forefront of everything. And it's like, like you said, with women, a lot of times it's, there can only be one. There can only be one when there's so many leaders of women across all different types of activities and things. And just to men, there can be multiple female rappers at the top. There can be multiple female artists at the top. There can be multiple women leaders in the government. There could be women doing everything. Like you said, it doesn't just have to be one. And also with beauty standards, just to point out, a lot of the things that women that are forced upon women are created by males. Mm-hmm. Like high heels, some makeup, like not all makeup like some of the makeup products and like just things that men have pressured women to do for us to feel presentable for us to be something for them instead of what do women want to do what do women want to do what can we create for ourselves so um as even like looking back on like history and stuff like that coming into like a progressive era where women are becoming leaders women are going into different um avenues and job roles and like we're trying to get away from that like misogynistic era um 
what are things what are things that you've known that women have overcome in history as far as like voting jobs education um that kind of like stuck out to you and was like that that's inspirational that i see a woman doing that um i feel like i've been able to see women overcome a lot of leadership roles in the business industry uh, just something that comes to mind is like engineering i think that that's a very big avenue that you wouldn't typically see a woman in or women in so i feel like we've been able to get into that field and take advantage of their resources and especially since there's you know a lot of people offer a lot of scholarships to women who work in the industry and um mm-hmm. in the engineering industry so i feel like being able to break through that um such a masculine i don't even know if that's a word like such a such a a field that's predominantly like dominated by men says a lot yeah um, and i mean i can't really i don't know like the history of it like who was the first woman to you know join that type of field but I think that that just says a lot and I've seen my sister go through it and I know it's tough because you're dealing with a lot of male energy that it could it could be confronting but the fact that there is that field for women to like they're encouraged to join that type of field is it's really it's it's really empowering um I agree with everything you said Mimi and also a lot of STEM, a lot of STEM programs being introduced into more young women's lives, getting them interested in things like science and math and technology and computers. And I think that that's really good because, you know, when you watch TV and you see certain shows and we always see men doing like all of the, I don't want to say cool, but like all of the like computer or science stuff, you don't really see a woman taking charge of that. And if she is taking charge of that, she's either really unattractive or she's nerdy or there's something about her that doesn't make her like any other woman. So I feel like showing that a woman can be pretty and no science and a woman a woman can do anything. It doesn't it shouldn't matter how you look. It shouldn't matter about anything on the outside just what you bring to the table and you being a woman showing like part of your identity it shouldn't be what stops you from thriving or doing anything else right so what do you guys what do you what do you feel like being a woman means to you so you're a woman what do you feel like being a woman means to you woman to me just shows it makes me feel empowered it makes me feel confident sometimes or some days when I think about certain things that, I don't want to say things that men can't do, but it's like, because I'm a woman, I know that there's like certain things that I have the ability to maneuver around and get through in the world, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's fine. Mimi? Um, I feel like being a woman to me just, well, I, I've kind of like, like we kind of discussed earlier, as much as, as much as like we do deal with struggles, I think it's very much worth it. Um, and, and what the outcome means and, you know, how people can comfort, 
can be able to feel comfortable to come to like a woman and like you know like like how some people this just came to the top of my head like feel more comfortable with the female doctor or different things like that or like the a, the, a different love of like a mother you know what I mean I think being a woman just just means so much love and yet strength and I think that that's something that it's kind of hard to understand and people think that you can't do both but I think women are a great example of that as much as like men can be more masculine and in strength and and can symbolize something different women can be just as powerful as that and then add a little bit more love empathy um comfort and, and nurture and and um just just a sense of, of just love you know and I feel like it's just something that you don't see but we're just a prime example of that greatness not to flex again Sister White <laughs> <laughs> she said not to flex again Mr. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you flexed um, I think it's just amazing to see how um, women can be uniquely different but also um, just like busting up these gender like norms um that's one of the main things that like i don't know generations like millennials the baby boomers Mm -hmm. um you kind of see today just going forward like it's a lot of gender roles that's been changing um from women just stepping out into different roles and showing like this is not this should not just be a male dominated lane or something like that you see um a couple months ago there was a they had their first female um that was on the college men's football team um i think she was like the kicker or something like that and that was the first time she ever like played in like a national college game and a men's national college game which was amazing and so on and so forth so yeah also, what you said about breaking um, norms and stuff like that, a lot of the time people ask, well, what does it mean to be a lady? And not to, like, get on older generations, but I know, like, growing up hearing, oh, that's not ladylike, why would you want to do that? Or something like that. Showing now, like, this new generation, like you said, breaking those norms. Girls can play with boys' toys, or girls can be on men's teams, or girls can wear this, or girls can do that without it being seen as not being a lady, mm-hmm. or not being ladylike. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing that I noticed is that um, even here in our school, there's um, uh, I didn't even realize it um, until just recently. There's a lot of females that are kind of interested in like wrestling. Um, and I think that's one that's popular as like, you know, like a male sport. Um, but we see, you know, ladies like kicking butt too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was last year or the year before that, because it was a lot, like you said, it was a lot of boys on the team. They like are now just starting to have like a girls section. So like the last past two years, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. All right, guys. So, final question: Who is your most inspirational woman, and why? I would say my most inspirational woman is my great grandmother because I'm my great grandmother. Um, I wouldn't have a grandmother. I wouldn't have great aunties. I wouldn't have a mom, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have siblings because 
I feel like everybody, grandma is just grandma. Grandma is home for a lot of people. Grandma start out, Grandma starts off the family. She's the queen of the family. So I look up to my grandma a lot because my grandmother came here from a different state and also just a different time period, like with Jim Crow and all the other stuff going on. And knowing that she was able to come to Illinois, which I mean, it was nicer or not nicer, but things that were it wasn't as harsh as it was in the South. And seeing she was able to get property, she was able to start a family and able to have like just the next generations of her kids, grandkids, great grandkids, just thriving. So my great. Nice. How about you, Mimi? I, I have two. Um, I feel like my grandmother as well is very, is both of my grandparents or grandmothers, um, and just my mom. I feel like both my grandparents are immigrants and, you know, they came to this country with nothing but the clothes on their backs and started a family and and got the education, learned different languages, or learned different languages, <laughs> learned a new language, I guess, like, and and started to, to understand what this country, what it meant to to be free and, and provide for your family in this country, owning property, you know, building a life for themselves and building a life for my parents um, and all their kids. I think my mom is another strong person and my woman in my life because she's a single mother and it's always just been the two of us moving around and no matter what came her way, she always found a way to make it a happier moment and a learning lesson for the both of us. And taught me so much about what to really value and cherish in this world and you know not everything's about the money and and just to really love yourself and and work hard to complete the things that you want to complete and reach your goals and I feel like she really learned that from her mom because Mm -hmm. she, she was a great demonstration of what it was to of what what hard work really looked like so yeah how about you, Mr. White? Oh, so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> one of um, the most inspirational women to me, um, I think, is Michelle Obama. Um, and why I say that is, um, like, watching her after, during the president presidency and after the presidency, like, she did her own thing. Yes, she, like supported her husband Barack yes she um you know helped um run things and you know uh, policies that were um declared or whatever but like she always was like she took on like a lot of different girls that were like worked up under her under um what's it called like what is it called when people <laughs> As her assistants, I guess. Um, mentors? Yeah, and okay. she was like mentoring them, but they were also doing... Um, internships. Internships, yes, that's the word. <laughs> um, and she took them on, and those girls like were in high school, and now they're like older, and they're like soaring. Uh-huh. Um, she, she toured, like doing motivational speaking and stuff like that. Um, a lot of different things she did for like women, period, and her community. Um, and she was just like a dope person, like beside her husband, like 
she wasn't like just trying to fall in the background and just follow him and does what he do. Yeah. Um, and I think that was amazing. Um, she also um, has her own podcast. I think it's called the Michelle Obama podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells some of these amazing stories and stuff like that, how she navigated that of not just like falling in the background of uh, one of the most powerful men in the world. Yeah. She kind of just, you know. She became one of the most powerful women. Say that again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she just, she did her own thing. And I thought that was like dope. I feel like it, um, um, that is inspirational to me and also other women in society to not just, you know, think they have to fall in the background and be an assistant or something like that. Um, they can step out and do their own thing even when they married or they single. So Yeah. You could be single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think so? Um, most inspiration. I think I have two. So of course, um, like Mimi, my first one's my mom. Um, she was just all she was. She is a phenomenal person. My mom was a teacher for she is still a teacher actually. Um, she taught at a high school for 36 years and then she went and taught in middle school. Growing up, we think like, wow, she must be a celebrity. Every time we went somewhere, somebody knew her. Oh, hey, Miss Wright. They were all so excited. And so um, just growing up and hearing all different adults come to you and say, your mom was so this and so that. And to know that from nine to five, she was, you know, working with other students and helping them get an education and helping them um, learn new things about themselves and life and then come home and raise two kids on her own. Um, she was so dope is dope she's dope and then my second one is my grandmother uh who was the first she was one of the the first to graduate college out of our family um so she went to college got a degree became a teacher she worked at the post office for a little bit but she worked hard and that's always been her routine is to work hard and um my grandfather was a politician and even though he was positive she didn't just sit at home and you know um she wasn't a typical stay-at-home wife. She still got out there and did her thing, too. So my mom and my grandmother are pretty phenomenal women. So those are the women who inspire me. Drop the mic. Well, um, I think we had a great conversation about celebrating women. Um, and... Um, it is good to hear from our female perspectives within our school. Our future leaders, Mr. White. Yes, future yeah. leaders as well. That sounds good. Thank you, Mimi thank you. and Tanaya. Um, amazing leaders, our I seniors. Um, thank you for joining us on this podcast, as this year will be your last year. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's very amazing. real, DDS. <laughs> it's been amazing having you guys on our podcast, especially Mimi. Um, not trying to flex. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. But you're welcome. Maybe you should tell them what flex means. You guys said flex a few times in this episode. <laughs> You'll find out. So Google it. Urban <laughs> <laughs> Um. But yeah, uh, just shameless plug. Mimi has been doing an amazing job with her own podcast with the blueprint here at DGS. So just you know, go check her out. Um, Mimi, do you got somewhere that people can click on and find that if you want? Yeah, go to blueprint.com. Me and Tanaya's work is on there. You could read some of our articles, read some of our opinions about things. 
that go on at South and outside of school. Yep, yep. Well, I think that concludes our um, talk for today. Um, thank you both, and I hope you guys have an amazing evening and the rest of your senior year. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Young Voices of Unity podcast. We hope you enjoy hearing empowering voices navigate through various topics. Now it's time to use yours. Speak up and make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Talk to you later. Thank you.